Exactly. Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show. This is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton, presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN. We're we'll to see Aaron Rodgers on the Jets sideline. Oh, by the way, big dog, Mercedes Lewis, just signed with the Chicago Bears. This is going to be a predictable disaster with Jordan Love in Green Bay. Broadcasting live from the Everlight Solar Studio with Matt Hamilton, here's Jim Rutledge. Predictable disaster. Yeesh. A little savage. That's a little savage. A little? Adam Shine from CBS with that. It's very sad. It's very over the top. I do not believe that Jordan Love will be the disaster that Adam Shine thinks he will be. I do find it funny that now there is a hard push from Green Bay friendly reporters, team friendly reporters, and fan bloggers to like take every tiny little thing that Jordan Love does good and now basically reverse it and be the opposite side of it of like, you're being hyperbolic and how bad he is, we're going to be hyperbolic and how good he is. <laughs> and so that, that is kind of funny seeing it. My maintain this, Matt Hamilton, Jordan Love I think will be fine. Like a serviceable NFL quarterback. Yeah. That you might even be able to win game manager plus. Like, you can win Alex Smith type guy. You can win some, but what happened when the Chiefs and I think the Packers, I said this last uh, week, Matt Hamilton, and this is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Life. The Mountains are blue, you know what to do. And that's Crush a Coors Light. Get into the show, 844-770-3776. We're live from the Everlight Solar Studio. I said the Packers are almost doing the reverse Chiefs, where the Chiefs had Alex Smith, and you saw their ceiling. They could win some games. They even won some playoff games, but they were capped. They could not get to the Super Bowl or win it. And then they plugged in Patrick Mahomes, and they've gone to three. And they outplugged. Yeah. Yes. Alex Smith. Yes. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> not right now. And Alex? they've won two of the last three Super Bowls and have been to three of the last four, I believe, or something like that. So now they're doing the reverse of it. They've plugged out their uh, franchise quarterback <laughs> and sent him out to uh, New York and Aaron Rodgers, and they've plugged in Jordan Love, who could be their version of Alex Smith, which isn't bad. But it's not a franchise QB. So we're going to do the love meter is what we're bringing back here on Rutledge and Hamilton. And uh, let's hear the open again because I love it. And we're going to have it fixed and ready to go in a little bit. The Green Bay Packers select Jordan Love, quarterback, Utah State. Where is the love? Where is the love? It's time to check the Jordan Lovell meter on the. This is the <laughs> Rutledge Hamilton show. That is A-plus producing right there. Thank that you. was flawless. <laughs> so right now, that's our first Iron Jock poll question. And we did ask the question, where you are with the level meter? August 7, 2023, 20, 60% of you are keeping it casual. Did you say 2000, 2023? I hear that. Sorry, <laughs> I might have said that, yeah. 2023. And... Um, but uh, in love, 20% of you, 20% of you committed, 60% of you keeping it casual. Austin chimes in, keeping it casual. Doesn't help that he was meh at family night and the Hard Knocks trailer came out and is phenomenal. Missed the X. <laughs> that's that's a problem. Maybe a couple course lights. I may I, Aaron. Aaron, come back. I may have sent a, you uh, up? <laughs> a, 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 yeah. a drunken text to Aaron Rodgers over the weekend. <laughs> 
He, oh, did you? He didn't ask you to lose his number like uh, Schefter? Baby, come back. That's all I said. <laughs> that was it? Not a you up? Just baby, come back. Baby, come back. <laughs> all righty. So the level meter. We have Matt Hamilton. He is in the like-like stage. Yes. Alex Strofe, where are you in the level meter? Keep it a casual, like-like, in love, or committed. Well, this tells you how much of a joke I was making about texting Aaron Rodgers. I'm in love, Jimmy! I'm in love. I'm seeing good things. Uh, and we were talking on the phone before the show, but I kind of want to repeat what I said to you. And, and that's essentially, I feel pretty much the same from the on-field ability as I did before camp started. But from an optics standpoint... Right, the guys rallying around him, him grabbing the bull by the horns and really being the face of the franchise. I feel a lot better than I did two weeks ago. So from an optics standpoint, I'm all in on this guy. I'm ready to see what Jordan Love's got. I'm in love with Jordan Love. I'm not committed. I'm not on a knee yet. That might, he might need to win a playoff game first, but I, I am Whoa. certainly in love. So you, fa- you fall in love quickly, though. Uh, both in real life and in in, in the quarterback game, yes. yes because for me, this is an easy. I mean, I'm probably like like with Justin Fields, so I'm not fully in love with Justin Fields yet. I got to see he is an elite runner, and I think he will be. Like I'm optimistic that this is going to move to love, and we're going to be in love, and maybe I'll even be committed by the end of the year. But I'm still in the like the high end of the like like stage. Jim, who said I love you first? You or your wife? I did. Matt, who said I love you first? Me too. Yeah. Oh. She didn't say it back. Really? Here's yeah. the thing. We're three oh, guys. Hold on. Shut up, Matt. No, no, no. How, no, how no, long no. did it take? Uh, I think like two weeks later. Wow. Yeah. Were you like on edge for two weeks? A uh, little bit. She did a good job of uh, bringing me down from the edge. Maybe <laughs> I was a little bit in the moment. We were uh, on vacation somewhere and just kind of said it. And... Uh, now I have a confession to make. <laughs> she also did not say it back to me right away. You see, you were going to hold that, huh? Mine didn't happen right away, but it happened like the next day. All right, so this Mine this, was the next day as well. Yeah, I was a little too it far might not gone have been the next when day. I had said well, it. Well, I was sober when my, I said See, it. I was a little gone, and my wife, uh, my girlfriend at the time, now wife, did not want to respond to drunk Matt. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's a tough spot to drop that on her. Yeah, it was my 21st birthday. Oh, well, that, that part's fair. <laughs> well, and again, any other girl I ever said it to, if I was, I don't think I was first, but they always said it back. So I don't know, maybe it's a good sign that they don't just say it back. Here's the thing. We're three guys that have outkicked our coverage. Yes. You better be saying it first, otherwise right. you're going to lose no, that. Well, exactly. Fair point. <laughs> We're just smarter so, than we look. 844-770-3776. Did you say I love you first, and did they say I love you back? <laughs> Every once in a while, it'll pop in my head, and I'll give my wife a hard time. She's like, well, I'm here now. I'm like, yeah, that's a fair point. But <laughs> it's one of those things I'm like, hey, remember that time I told you I loved you, and you didn't say it back? <laughs> that kind of stung. <laughs> I, if, you, if my wife said that to me, like, if I was in your wife's shoes, I'd be like, ask me now. <laughs> right, ask right. me how I feel now. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, this is if you're gonna bring it up, Jimmy, I still won't say it back. Yeah, <laughs> we've had we have two children and we're married, and she still hasn't said it back. Yeah, she's all, she's not not committed. She's like uh, hard hard like like is where. <laughs> <laughs> Just the same spot as you are, Justin Fields, at the high right. end of like. Right, 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 right. Sometimes it goes keeping it casual. I don't know. She's just she gets to decide. Uh, <laughs> nice. That's All right, good. so eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Where are you on the level meter? And so, Alex Strofe is in love. You are in like like. Yeah. But you can chime in eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. You also uh, can chime on chime in on if you said I love you first, 
And did they say I love you back? But Matt, I do know that you love a good bush. <laughs> That's right, I do. And I got four new ones in my front yard, hey! thanks to Olsen Tune. And they can do the same for you if you've got an outdoor landscape need, whether it's landscaping, maintenance, irrigation, concrete work, pools, and more. If you've got that outdoor living need, large or small, Olsen Tune can help you. Uh, since 1997, Olsen Tune has been a top company down here in southern Wisconsin, and they want you to have the best outdoor living and landscaping that you can get. And that's going to be through Olsen Tune. You can go to OlsenTune.com and get started on your next project today. That's OlsenTune.com. Eric in McFarland on the line, 844-770-3776. He's got an I love you story. What's yeah, up, Eric? So I grew up in a family. What's going on, guys? Hey. I grew up in a family that always, always was telling each other, I love you and, you know, you know, good night, mom and dad, love you. Good night, son. you know this and that. Yep. So when I first met my wife, uh, I was definitely the first one who said I love her, and she said, "Well, uh, I know." And I said, <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Are you kidding me?" And then I realized—I mean, I realized that she just didn't come from a family that vocalized that much, but I could see she loved me in other ways, you know, and. When we got married, even after probably the first couple of months, I just had to get used to every time I tell her I love you. She's, I, I know, I know. <laughs> finally, it, finally, it, it was I love you too, and now it's you know 17 years later. It's wonderful, but yeah, it was uh, it was quite an adjustment at first. How long was it before you first dropped that I love you? Because if you're coming from this family where it's kind of almost like like a good night or a goodbye or a hello. Uh, it might yeah. it might slip out a little easier. So how far into this relationship were you where you dropped it? Oh, I think probably. I mean, I knew I was going to marry her after about two months. Okay. So oh. I, I probably started telling her two, three months, four months in. Okay. When I when, when I knew she was going to marry me, but we hadn't quite you know we hadn't gotten engaged or anything yet. So it was it was pretty early on. All right. Well, I mean, I don't blame her at two months, maybe, for not quite saying it back right Where yet. Were, but... How far in were you? Oh, man, I was... We started dating at the end of the summer prior, so I was probably like eight months, nine months in. Okay. Strofe? I was early. <laughs> I, I don't know exactly, though. Come probably, on. Probably, guesstimate it. Uh, six, seven weeks. Uh, it was early. Six, weeks? seven weeks? Jesus. Yeah, wow. You fall in love fast. Wow. I, I mean, uh, wait. That's how this okay. conversation began. You said you fall in love Jeez. quick. I okay, said, yes, so, I do. So, like, how long after the Packers drafted Jordan Love did you say, I love that? So, I think probably I told the story right before. I predicted the Packers were going to draft Jordan Love, and I was right. Um, and so I was actually very excited. I was very intoxicated the night of that draft. Okay. Um, I love like I was like I love it. They need to, they need to prepare for the future. And it took me about two months to realize how idiotic of a selection it was at that point. But now, in hindsight, I think I love the pick still. Wait, I don't care. What? I don't care about that. I need success stories because that's got to be incredibly rare to say I love you six weeks in and that to hold on. Like, that is like I lust you sort of thing of like, <laughs> you are in full on puppy dog, like oh, blinders sure. mode. Yeah, yeah. Everyone feels they love someone, but you just realize you don't actually love them that early. If that's what love is, I mean, love I'm would be just, exhausting. Yeah. I, I was head over I heels, mean, Jimmy. Our caller, Eric, was only two weeks behind Alex. So I, I just want to know success story. <laughs> I, I thought that was a little. Two months is. 
I was around six. Too early in my eyes, but six you do months. you. It was eight months. I was eight, yeah. And I think I think it was like Tiny and I weren't living together, so I think it was within like forty eight hours. When I saw her next, she said it to me in person. Well, she wasn't gonna say it back to me quick. like on the phone or whatever. <laughs> Six so weeks. Hold on. So I'm, I'm thinking officially because we had dated for a while before we did the whole boyfriend girlfriend thing. So maybe if what? we count that, what is dating? Like going out dates. I don't know. Were you exclusive? No, labels, yeah, no, exclusive. no exclusivity to yeah. it. So, we're, um, but I'm asking, were you? <laughs> don't answer that. When I said I love you, I, I was exclusive. Of course. Was she? Like not when she said I love you. Like when you were dating. My wife's like, oh, I didn't know we were exclusive. I'm like, were you dating when she was like, well, no. And I'm like, well, neither was oh, I. So we no, were like quasi-exclusive. Yeah. I don't have the bandwidth to date multiple people. So even when I was dating, I'm like, I can't. <laughs> I was in college, though. you got to keep that in mind. True. So like I had the bandwidth. True. That's true. Uh, I just been like, I don't have the time. But but pro- I guess, probably like around Thanksgiving was I had where the bandwidth. I cut everything else I just, off. <laughs> there you um, go. I just bet I didn't have the time. And then and then early January was official. And I want to say like shortly after Valentine's official? Day was when I was when I dropped. O- official. I love that. <laughs> Like official just, on Facebook? I, yeah, Facebook official, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a, I mean, it's in a nice way, like such a baby, like just so young and like also like you're in this age of like that's when things are official because it's, it's on Facebook. I was, tw- well, I was kidding. But I, I honestly I, like, I was I what, would, 21? No, yeah. But that's, that's shocking. Like that's At kind that of. time, yeah, that was yeah. certainly a thing. Oh man, people be upset if you're like, what, we're in a relationship and you didn't put it on my your well, Facebook? I did see this. This is an old internet joke, but I saw this where some guy tweeted or put on Facebook, me and, uh, I'll just say a name, like me and Samantha are no longer dating. And then she replies to it and says, this is the worst way ever to say that we're engaged. <laughs> <laughs> but he put it on Facebook that we're no longer dating. And I thought that was pretty clever. Yeah. But yeah, that was good. But I do want, if you got a success story of saying, I love you early which i think is earlier than three months mm-hmm. i want to hear it like i'm not not i'm not saying it's bad i just want to hear the success story because i feel like usually a little bit that later would is the throw time. me off if i heard it it would throw i would not like months. it i would not yeah. that, would, that would be like no you don't jim yes i love you well we've known each other far i love you too I, we've known each other oh, far longer yeah. than uh should leave you hanging like taylor yeah but uh, <laughs> uh far longer than six weeks <laughs> this is Roger hamilton uh presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. You're just too good to be true. Can't take my eyes off of you. You Robin Madison the ro- with the romantic thought. I remember my first ex-wife. She made me so happy I could poop. It's <laughs> the message for Robin Madison, 844-770-3776. That, if that's not your cue to text in, we'll read anything. <laughs> Just about. Uh, Sadler wants to know, does it count when you say I love you, man? Because Strofe told him I love you, man, early on when they were drinking Coors Light. <laughs> I tell everybody I'm Sounds like Strofe, yep. That's yeah. just that's stroke. I'm a lover. I mean, I, I I use that term pretty loosely. I would guess, <laughs> probably. But I love everything. <laughs> See, and that's that's wonderful. I think it's one of the things you got to have the time in because too, otherwise, Strauss. I'd be like, hey, you don't. Because it means nothing because you're just saying it to everyone. I I, I but feel I've like known I for say it. I feel like I say it, especially in our office, because similarly to Jim, obviously, I've worked with them for several years. But I feel like I let I love you so much fly around a lot. You do say yes. that, yes, uh, to the point where I don't even realize it. But then when you said it there, I do not say that. 
Uh, he's Weird. Fly the guy now. who is not the hugger won't hug saw his mother-in-law. Mother, yeah, saw my mother-in-law this, this weekend. Didn't even go in for a hug. No, not, That's not. so weird. Does she know this story? I don't think so. Are you ever going to bring it up? Like, hey, is it weird that we don't hug? No, he's no. taking this to the grave. Why would I bring that up? It'd be weird I bring it up. It would be weird. Honestly, at this weird. point, it might be weirder if you went in for a hug. I think if you actually went for the hug, she'd be weirded out now at this point. Yeah. Well, how, what have you been together? Like, no, here's the nine, thing. eight years right there was now? A, there was a chance. And this doesn't say a lot about me, but I'll just reveal it. <laughs> I like where this is going. It was at a funeral. <laughs> and hugs were going around, and she was hugging just about everyone. So I just sidestepped my way out of the scenario. Oh, my gosh, Jim. It's... And went and got the car to pick my wife up, you know, so. Oh, my gosh, that's so bad. Kind of pushed the girls in front and said, you know. And Dude, you are, like, you can't. Did an Irish goodbye. The, the situation <laughs> did not, like, if you're in a family reunion, I don't necessarily hate that. I don't agree with it, but I don't hate it. Your funeral, dude. You gotta... She doesn't need a hug for yes. me on her dad's <laughs> she... funeral. She doesn't need a hug for me. <laughs> Jim! Jim, no, you are wrong. I didn't dodge the hug. I you didn't, like, did dodge the hug. She didn't come in for a hug. No, you knew that you weren't in line yet. I'm so hyper aware when made... hugs are around, oh. and I usually remove myself from the situation. God, your <laughs> spidey sense was tingling, yes. and you got the heck out it of was dodge. was her father's funeral? That is yes. not good, bud. I spoke at it, yeah. Oh, yeah. No! What? No, yeah. no, no, you didn't yes, sidestep a hug. Yes, I said wonderful things. I didn't sidestep I, a hug. I Irish goodbye a hug. We can play it back. You said you sidestepped well, out right, of there. I just Irish goodbye. Like, there was a crowd of people. <laughs> she was like, she was like saying goodbye to people. You were probably doing her so a I favor, went, like, got her right? Coach. So she could hug other people? Yes. The, yeah, the children. She wanted to hug to my children. <laughs> I went and got her coats. <laughs> Jim, you can still console sure. her a little bit. She doesn't need my console. We've never hugged. Plenty of people are hugging. My wife hugged her. No my kids hugged her. Way. That's what they're there for. They're my hug replacements. How recent was this? Jim, that's your Come mom. On. For all intents and purposes, that's your mom. Yeah. You have two moms now. You got married. No, you now have two I mean, moms. Look, she's great and I love her, but like, don't. I don't have two moms. She would not call me her son. But I am her son-in-law. Oh, what's the first word? Well, that's, right, here's the, that's difference the difference is because my mother-in-law must love me because I'm her son. She must just love me. I think they love me, but <laughs> I think. They, if they're not wondering why I've never haven't hugged my son-in-law for a decade, I don't think about it much. It doesn't cross my mind. It doesn't affect me either way. Oh man, that's just too good. Could you do me a favor? Yeah. Wow. Just. For for the show's sake and for science, if it involves hugging, no. Yeah, next time you see her, just just the side no, one, no. just the no. side hug, and I want you to see. I, tell me if she seemed like she appreciated it, or if it was equally weird for both of you. I yeah, I'm, I'm actually very curious. I doubt that. I'm just happen. curious if she's cool with the no hugging too, because if you went up and she was like, well. And it felt like I would awkward, imagine. Then I'd be cool like, then you're doing it because she's fine with it. She, Look, I, older women, from what I've gathered. If they want a hug, they're going to get a hug. Right? Like, that's that's at least to my experience. So here's the thing. I did hug uh, Tanya's grandmother, which would have been her husband who passed. She came up, and I spoke, and she said it was a great eulogy, and she came in for a hug, and I gave her a nice big hug. How Whoa. did you end up giving the eulogy? 
Well, one, he and I were close. Uh, he's a huge Badger fan, so like, it, and he's really the only sports fan fan in that family. So every holiday, whenever I saw them, we talked Badgers. He'd call me and ask me what channel the Badgers were on, and like, you know, and I, I took him to a Badger game, and like we were, you know, I, he was, I was probably closer to him than maybe even my regular grandparents. So like, he and I were close, but also my wife had a, a horrendous, like we thought it was COVID. She tested even right before we left. A horrendous cold. Couldn't talk, couldn't do anything, so I spoke for her. But also, ah. I knew him really well. I do not at all feel I'm overstepping saying I was his like favorite. In like, I, he would consider me his like more than his son-in-law. Like, I, we were very close. So yes, that's also why I spoke. All and right. So the she, this, this got sad. But her husband, yeah. but he came, but she came up. You know, and he should be more available. My, for grandma, hugs, is what my I'm grandmother-in-law gave him up, gave me a hug. I gave her a hug. That's so good, but you, you should just be available for hugs. Because she came up to me and asked for a hug, and I did. But this one, I was like, you know what? I don't have to do this. I'm just going to grab the coats. Here's the thing. If in it's Jim's still defense, going out when his, I get back. If his mother-in-law came up to him and asked for a hug, I know Jim would do it. He yes. wouldn't dodge it. I, yeah, I wouldn't He would just Correct. remove himself from the situation yeah, I just so Irish he wouldn't ever get asked for a hug. I used to do the same thing with my own like grandparents. Like, I didn't want to <laughs> hug them. On the Irish could buy my way out of that situation, too. <laughs> Judgmental Jim. <laughs> I That's barely hugged my thing. own, like, I hug my wife and my kids. I barely hugged the rest of my, like, my mom or my dad or my brother. That's barely ever. So, like, the ratio is not that hug bad. Hug your mom. <clears throat> I'm sure I, next time I see her, I'm sure I will at the end, like, when, we, when she leaves. Yeah. <laughs> wow. What? It's, we're not just, huggers. Yeah, I know. We're the opposite you of just, that guy's family. Child, they love you all the time. Yeah. You just <laughs> never cease to amaze me. <laughs> I'm That's kind of what I'm thinking too. Now Matt is trying to revive my relationship with my mother-in-law, but I think it's fine. But in case you have issues with your business or your home and you need it revived, you can go talk to our good friends at Revive Restoration and RevivePros.com. That's right, because nobody plans for accidents to happen, but when they do, you can count on Revive Restoration to be professional, efficient, and detail-oriented as they make things right again. From things like water damage, fire, smoke, mold, storm, asbestos, and more. They've got your home covered 24-7, 365 days a year. I actually had a buddy while I was gone tell me that his house was flooded. I hooked him up with the the Revive Pros. They were out the next day pulling up carpet, getting his life back on track. They can do the same for you. Nobody wants accidents, but when they do, you want to make sure you can get back to normal as quick as possible. And the Revive Pros and the Revive Restoration team is here for you. No project too big or too small. So the next time you need help restoring your home or business, Revive Restoration has your back. Shout out to Brandon in Tulsa. Fell in love with his wife after their first date. Told her eight weeks in that he loved her. Married her six months after that, celebrating 14 years in October. I love that he knew it and still waited. Like, that's the right play. Like, you can know it. Mm-hmm. You, you know, just take your time with it. Make sure. Because yeah. you don't want to come take off as too data. strong. Right? So I think he played it pretty well. I, I approve of that. That was a good move. Uh, the Adam Madison says, Jim, you're a real cold-hearted SOB. <laughs> Cold-blooded. <laughs> Jack uh, from Madison chimes in. Jim, is she a talker? In that case, maybe it's okay to get out of there without a goodbye. She was definitely a, a talker. Like mm. When they were there on Saturday, so they were the, I like literally was turning, conversation. turning off He's the lights. He's using whatever excuse he can. <laughs> I'm not making excuses. I am who I am. This is Rutledge Hamilton. We'll throw some stones next. <laughs> You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. 
a great big hug and a kiss from me to you. I don't know if I'm Won't kissing you, you guys, but I definitely love you guys. <laughs> this is Roger Hamilton presented by Coors Light. And Matt, I do know. This that... could be a walkout song for Darn <laughs> There you go. Uh, you love Iron Jock. You probably, when you're you know, lounging around or maybe even some of your Olympic trial stuff, that Iron Jock gear could have been good for you to. Not stink the place up, because I don't know if you were doing laundry or anything. <laughs> well, uh, I did have a chance to do laundry one time while I was on my trip, but I absolutely brought my iron jock with me, because if when I was wearing that out in the cabin, because I was going on those runs like I was telling you, my friends did not want me coming back and just leaving that inside the cabin without it being, you know. Yeah. That would be a normal shirt. The iron jock... No worries, because they got the state-of-the-art silver ion technology that's guaranteed to keep me feeling fresh and smelling fresh and provide odor-fighting protection for as long as I own it. So I was not concerned. Took it out to the uh, the training center where I was at the Vikings Viking Lakes training facility doing all my testing for curling, and I was wearing my Iron Jock gear. I even had my Iron Jock headband to keep the hair out of my face. Uh, it, it's some of the best technology and uh, uh, athletic apparel that Wisconsin's got to offer. We love local products here at Rutledge and Hamilton. You should go check out Iron Jock for some of the highest quality fabrics uh, and construction designed right here in Wisconsin. You can go to ironjock.com. That's ironjoc.com for your Iron Jock apparel. Look cool like me and Jim out on the golf course or maybe in the gym. Maybe you're on the curling sheet, or maybe you just want to look cool at that fun next family outing where you got to hug your mother-in-law. Iron Jock <laughs> is for you. And just remember, it's Iron Jock, and it's inside what matters. Smooth. That's yeah. awesome stuff. Yeah, that was good. I tripped right at the end. The guys think they have the answers to everything. I'm the best It's what's in. inside like that matters. Me. So it's time to put them to Welcome. the test. That's some booty, Jim. You know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. This is Throwing Stones, presented by Metro Kia of Madison, Madison's trusted Kia dealership. It is time to throw some stones here on Rutledge and Hamilton each and every day. I scour the interwebs to figure out what the heck has happened in the last 72. I've got questions. Jim and Matt have answers. I'll score them throughout, and at the end, we'll crown a winner of Monday's edition of Throwing Stones. Matt referenced earlier... The brawl that happened in the MLB between the Guardians and the White Sox. Oh, yeah. The suspensions have been laid down from that uh, scuffle. Jose Ramirez, the runner in this situation, he was uh, he was the base runner. For the Guardians. For the Guardians, who threw the punch. Three-game suspension. Tim Anderson, the second baseman of the White Sox, who got his ass knocked out. Yep. <laughs> Six-game suspension. He got double the suspension of Jose Ramirez. So he got knocked out and doubled the suspension. Because he threw the first punch. Correct, and he really initiated yes. the, uh, the the brawl, but ultimately lost said brawl. <laughs> yeah. He's not having a good year either, so that just tapped no. on top of it. Yeah, that is, that is salt to the wound. Jimmy, your response to the, uh, the suspensions being laid down earlier this afternoon. That's it. White Sox players do not do well in fights. We all remember Nolan Ryan. Yeah. Uh, 40-something-year-old <laughs> Nolan Ryan when Robin Ventura from the White Sox charged Nolan Ryan at a ball game. And Nolan Ryan put him in a headlock and just beat the bejesus out of his head there. <laughs> so uh, I don't know if that was – I don't know which one's worse. Probably Tim Anderson because he got knocked the like, bleep out. He committed, Yeah. went – up to it and then got knocked out. Yes, so <laughs> that was pretty brutal for Tim Anderson. And then on top of that, stories coming out from former White Sox players talking about how they're happy to be traded because people were rookies were sleeping in the clubhouse during games. Players were just 
half like just hanging out playing video games during games that they weren't in. Like it's a pretty disastrous clubhouse there in Chicago on top of all this, and they're having a horrible year and they're supposed to be good. So kind of just a dumpster fire overall for the Sox. <laughs> I mean, I, I think it's totally fair. Uh, just because Ramirez, right, Ramirez, uh, just because he like ended the fight doesn't mean he started it. The person that starts it, they're the one that are escalating the situation. 100% he should get six games. Just because Ramirez has a heavy right hand and put him on the floor and put uh, uh, Timmy to sleep, it, no, I, I don't think he should get more than the three. I think that's fair. My TikTok feed is flooded with hype videos of Jose Ramirez's knockout punch. <laughs> it should be him, Jake Paul, next. Uh, I Actually, good transition <laughs> as I watched Jake Paul this weekend. hey Finally got me to watch one of his fights as he beats former UFC fighter Nate Diaz uh, by TKO. Ten rounds. Decision, actually. Not TKO. Decision. Decision. Knocked him down in the fifth round. Celebrity boxing, Jim. It seems like that's not your cup of tea, but it seems like Jake Paul now 7-1. and one, Actually a decent boxer. He says now he will do a UFC fight against Nate Diaz, which is where Diaz comes from. Do you respect this move by Paul if he follows through? Sure. I mean, it's stupid. Um, I, I don't like UFC at all. I've said it before. It's human cockfighting, and I don't need to watch it. But I would say that boxing, like, I feel like if he actually boxed like a legitimate he did. boxer. He did fight one, and that was his one loss. Yeah, and he would continue to get But it was beat. close. It was actually a decent fight, and this but, like, guy I'm has saying, no like, And those boxer, boxers, I'm talking like, they're not around anymore, like Mayweather, Tyson, Holyfield, mm-hmm. people who like, boxers just aren't a thing anymore. So you're already pulling from a very small pool. I feel like if you actually had to fight a historically good boxer, like Tyson would knock him out in 10 seconds because he's done that before. So I'm over. I don't even want to talk about whatever this stu- guy's stupid name is. I think it's dumb. I think he's dumb. I think the whole thing's dumb. So there you go. All right, there you go, Matt. So I agree in the sense that Jake Paul got his fame don't, being a total jerk off. So I do not like this guy very much. That said, I'm intrigued by this. Like I'm into all the UFC fighters he's fought. Uh, obviously, I feel like it's a little in his favor because it's not the same type of fighting. But if he follows through and wants to go with Nate Diaz in the cage, I, I mean, it's intriguing, but Nate Diaz was a stand-up striker anyway. Like, that's what boxing is. I still, I feel like it's just going to be Jake Paul trying to box in an octagon. So I don't think that fight's necessarily, it's not like he's going up against a wrestler or a grappler that would make it like he is out of his element. Uh, that said, there's another super fight coming up with Tyson Fury versus Francis Ngannou. I believe Ghana, is, yep. uh, and he is like one of the hardest hitting UFC guys. So I, I'm intrigued by that because he's got that raw power, and obviously Fury, the heavyweight champ of the world right now. So pretty, pretty intriguing there too. So and I, Ngannou, I'm here for him, the former heavyweight champion of the UFC. So that right. was actually very interesting. I mean, he's doing this because he, and not that he needs money, but like he's, I think, taking a break or out of the UFC because of the way they're treating their athletes or something like that. He's taking a stand. So I think it's good for him. It's definitely entertainment, and I'm here for all sorts of entertainment. So I'm right there with you, brother. All right, next up, it seems like every season a, a backup player on the Packers becomes kind of a cult hero of sorts. And the latest one was cut yesterday. Danny Etling, the quarterback, uh, who had some really nice runs in last year's preseason, 
cut before the first preseason game of this season, which leaves the quarterback room for the Packers down to three with Jordan Love, Sean Clifford, and Alex Magoo, the USFL <laughs> MVP. Matt, were you surprised by this move by the Packers yesterday, cutting Danny Etling? Uh, this uh, falls into what Matt missed. Uh, this is news that I found out just now. That said, I'm not surprised. They had to um, They had to cut that quarterback room down a little bit. They are not going to waste, what was it, a fifth round or sixth round that they fifth. used on yes. um, Sean Clifford. And then they just brought this guy in from the USFL, Magoo. So I, I don't think there's any way that Danny Etling could have thought that his job was really that safe unless he was really outshining one of those two guys in practice. I'm sure he'll be a Jet soon. Look, it's it's just life. You go from uh, Tim Boyle to Atlane to Magoo. Don't it's, forget, like Brett Hundley was there for a that while was beforehand. Yeah. But like the little show pony fan favorite guy, he'll just they just cycle ben out. Kurt. Yeah, Ben Kurt. Yeah, so like for every Tim Boyle, there's a Kurt Ben Kurt. For every Kurt Ben Kurt, there was Danny Atlane, and for every Danny Atlane, there's a Magoo. It's just <laughs> it's just what it is. It's a circle of life. It's just the bottom tier QB that'll be rotated out that'll maybe do some stuff on Twitch like Ben Kurt. I don't know. The only case for Etling is also the same case against Etling, and that was he had been there longer than the other two guys. They had more time to evaluate him. Yep. Right? He, he yep. knew the playbook, but he had been there the longest. Right? So, I mean, it, you can use that for him or against him. That's the, the case on Etling. Last one for you, fellas. Uh, Twitter kind of blew up yesterday. As the Packers, of course, filled their stadium, Lambeau Field, for family night on Saturday. The Chicago Bears had family night or family day or family morning, whatever they dub it down in Chicago yesterday. Family Fest, I think. Family Fest, sure. Some rendition of it. And uh, not a lot of fans showed up to Soldier Field in Chicago. Does this matter, Jim? Well, two things. One, well, no, so three things. Does not matter. Two, they also were running something at Hallis Hall at the same time where kids, underprivileged kids, got free dental work, free haircuts, free backpack, free school supplies, and this whole other thing. So that was another thing they were running simultaneously. Uh, so that might have eaten up some of the crowd. Lollapalooza was also right in the same area. Uh, the whole reason they want to move Soldier Field, because it is a nightmare to get to it and expensive to park at. But here's the, the biggest thing is, I think Badger fans are some of the best fans in all of college football. And they might draw 10,000 at best to their spring game. Ohio State, uh, Alabama, all those places draw between 80 and 110,000. And I do not think Badger fans are lesser fans than those fan bases. So I'm not going to buy this one that Packer fans are better fans uh, than Bear fans because it's just a different tradition. I think it's a fun and cool tradition that the Packers have. But Alex, I think you told me only a few teams fill their stadium for the family fast, family night, whatever it is. So what intrigues me the most about it is just the fact that Packer fans are just, they're ready for this Jordan Love era to start. They That, that was the first time he took the field as the official number one I am the starter quarterback of this era. That's why Jordan Love, uh, it, that's why this stadium got filled. People want to see it. It's the start of an era. They could say, I went to the family night of the start of Jordan Love's career where he won us seven Super Bowls and beat Tom Brady's career with one team. Which is going to happen. Definitely. Yeah. So Manifest. I would just say, like, kudos to Packer fans for filling up yeah, the Yeah, no, night. I think that's awesome. Yeah. And honestly, it's good, it's good for Jordan Love to get on, on the field in front of a full Lambeau field, regardless of the situation. I'll, I'll get ask, comfortable, kid, because that's your new home. I'll ask you this, but I don't want you to answer it yet. And then I'm going to crown a winner, and then we're going to go to break. 
We know I won. It's fine. We can just do this. We do know you won. That's us crowning a winner. Congratulations. DJ Khaled. Let's go. All right, Tommy. Tommy Strofe. We're good. Has this rivalry between the Packers and the Bears been rejuvenated with the quarterback change of Jordan Love? Talk about that on the other side. This is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. a good question before we went to break and let's throw that up Thanks, Jim even though it's the end of our show I'm going to put it up because uh, I don't know if we have one yet for our Iron Jack poll question what was the question you asked courtesy of Alex Strofe you can give yourself a shout out on, on Twitter for it I'm not going to do that uh, I'm not that self-serving but it is a good question it's just like a New Year's resolution because you are often self-serving <laughs> you're referring to something in particular there buddy are you funking with me? I don't know what's going on. That seemed oddly personal from you. No, I'm just saying that we are all self-serving. You often <laughs> make sure to give yourself the shine you deserve. So, well, thanks. I was uh, just giving permission for you to do what you're going to do anyways. <laughs> you're Richard. Um, I asked, has the Packers-Bears rivalry been rejuvenated with the quarterback change to Jordan Love? All right, that's our first Iron Jack poll question. Has the rivalry been rejuvenated with Jordan Love? You can take that two ways. One, clearly there's a drop from Rodgers to Love. I think we all can agree on that, right? Yes. Okay. I feel like that's still weirdly in the air for some Packers fans. I mean, I think a lot. We haven't seen him play yet as a starter, Jim. And what it's more of like what I get more, and Alex was even guilty of this the other day when uh, he was on one of his shows. Like, yes, Aaron Rodgers wasn't good last year. I'm like, Oh, he was good. He just wasn't Aaron Rodgers good last year. He wasn't that good. He was top 12. He was a top 12 quarterback. I have high standards for quarterback play, Jim. But that's different. Yeah, that's, that's that entitled town. I would say that more than half the league, probably short of like 12 teams, you would take Aaron Rodgers' play over what their quarterback gave them. Last year, yeah. Including Chicago. And so, I mean, long term, no, but... right. I would say probably over Detroit too. So two out mm-hmm. of three, you know, I think Kirk Cousins had a pretty good statistical yeah, season. They, take they still would take Aaron Rodgers over like Kirk Cousins. They still would make that trade, <laughs> probably. So if you just looked at it like that, you know, they, they uh, uh, there'd be some spite in that trade, right? But <laughs> just like in an imaginary world, yeah. if you did like the like the trade value, like for a one season thing, most teams in the league would take Aaron Rodgers. All you know, just swapping quarterbacks. I'm not saying he's not good anymore. It just wasn't good for Aaron Rodgers. It wasn't good. Jordan for, Love can do what Aaron Rodgers did a year ago. Statistically, he might be able to maybe get there, but that doesn't mean he was the same quarterback. Like What Aaron does, and this was in The Athletic from Sando, uh, when they talked about it, they said the floor is just as much on the microscope as uh, Jordan Love is. because As he w- should be. As w- what Aaron does as far as changing formations and changing plays and calling plays while he's basically on the field was so underreported that we're going to see what... Who's on Twitter right now? Here's the thing. Hold on. Hold, no, 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 no. Yes, you yes, You asked yes. a question, and we haven't answered it at all. But wait, what do you mean who's on Twitter? Okay, talk. Oh, that was me. Okay. I thought it was Don't my like personal account. Don't like our own account. tweets. I thought it was my personal account. <laughs> You're doing a radio show. Why are you on Twitter? Because I wanted to vote for it. 
right. because you haven't let me answer the question yet. It was burning inside me. All right. Get off Twitter and answer the question now. <laughs> sure, your burn. Yeah, I'm telling the the it might not be back to what it once or what it was, but it's definitely trending in that direction. We have a competitive rivalry or what I'm assuming is going to be a competitive Bears team where it just really hadn't been in the past. What was what I hear? 24 and 6 in in the last 30 years at Soldier Field. We Favre are, and Rodgers. So right, with yeah, Favre, Favre and Rodgers. Yeah. Right. So I'm... No, I'm just saying you didn't give full context. Yeah, that. with Favre and Rodgers. Yes. So now that we have Jordan Love, it's probably not going to be quite as good as them. Doesn't mean it can't get close maybe someday, but right now these teams seem to be on par, and that should be exciting if you're into rivalries, especially, I don't know, maybe the oldest one in the NFL, the most storied it's one, one of in the, the oldest NFL. in sports. Yeah, yeah, like, that that's a cool thing. It's cool that it's going to have some juice now. Well, and this it basically proves the point that I've said for years, that this rivalry I think had, like, like laid dormant, but it was a sleeping giant. Like, the second and I'm just following social, and I follow plenty of Packers and plenty of Bears-related things. One, Bears, obviously, is a fan. Packers for work. And it's chippy, whether it's the family night stuff, whether right. it's comparing throws from Jordan Love to Justin Fields, whether it's Bears fans just assuming you can't have a great quarterback or three years, three times in a row, or that Packer fans don't acknowledge that running the ball counts in the NFL as well. Like all those things uh, are all making it fun. Maybe we should go over to Ruth's Chris Steakhouse in Middleton <laughs> and we can watch a game over there. Yeah. I mean, it's great for a date night. It's great for a, a dinner. It's great for an event. It's great for so many things. It's also great for just giving each other a hard time about our favorite teams, the Bears and the Packers. And Lee would happily jump in on that conversation as well. Absolutely. We're gonna, we'll are gonna have Lee on again in, in August uh, sometime this month here. But go to Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, best-kept secret in Madison. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light.